Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Breakfast somewhere, so eat up. Welcome to Breakfast with Vinny. And I'm your host, Vinny Kalyuta. So we got a good show today where you're going to get it in 30 minutes or less, like I said. Today we got a special, special, special guest. My good friend, Terrace Martin, who I'm sure needs no introduction. Multi-instrumentalist, producer, writer, and many, 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 many things. And my bandmate in the Herbie Hancock group. Welcome to the show, Terrace. Hey, man. It's a All pleasure right. to be here. All right. Pleasure's yeah, mine. I've been waiting for this, Vinny. All right. All right. Well, let's let's begin. Let's just talk to the people. Hey, so, Terrace, you know, I always wanted to ask you, you write with a lot of different people. Yep. And you're collaborating all the times. I mean, you've done hit records. I mean, you've worked with Kendrick Lamar and so many people and Snoop. And you're always, always writing and collaborating with different people. And, you know, when I when I hear that, I, I think to myself, what what's the biggest challenge you have with that? You know, when you write with different people and stuff. Man, the biggest challenge that I, I usually have with writing with different people if there is a challenge, is just uh, everybody getting, I mean, uh, the the conversation of Terrace, I want you to do a record and we're all going to write together. Then and sometimes you get into these studio rooms mm-hmm. where it's either some of the artists or maybe one of the other co-writers mm-hmm. has a whole different agenda. And instead of the music, sometimes sometime the ego comes out and it's real hard to co-write with people that are full of ego, but I still get it done. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. When you got a lot of different people there, right? A, a, a lot of different people collaborating at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. So now you got to deal with egos, right? Uh, usually for not if I'm familiar with the artist, you know, if we have mm-hmm. a thing, but but at, but sixty percent of the time when doing hip hop records, from my experience is usually rappers always have their own set of producers with them. Mm-hmm. But then whether they're in the South or New York, when they come to Los Angeles with their producers, mm-hmm. they're coming to L.A. to work with another producer. But in hip-hop or anything, mm-hmm. the MC is very, uh, like, as, as far as the, the the producer to the artist, the producers are very territorial if that's all they have is that one thing. And sometimes they could think just because you're riding with them that you're going to take this thing away from them or something like that. Okay, okay, um, right, right, right. I got no. you. Yeah. So you have to sort of navigate your way around that, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to navigate. And usually for me, man, how how I break the ice, if, if I'm, I'm usually good about feeling it because my whole thing is when I walk into a room, before I'm thinking about music, I'm saying, and we talk about this, let me, let me see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me just see what's going on. And use, if I feel ego or any weird competitiveness, I'll break the ice and I'll find out what everybody wants. And if people like uh, chicken, I'll order 100 dinners of Roscoe's for everybody. Yep. You know, and, and, and just warm them up. And then usually when I see the person that's kind of a little bit insecure or, or very ego-driven, I usually go straight to him and I say, hey, I'm here to do this with you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm here to be part of a team, so that way I've got them fooled. I'll break the ice that I'm. I'm not trying to harm anything. I I, I just want to help the artist become the best artist that they want to be, and you and you too as the as the producer that comes with them. Exactly right, and 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 I think you know I can relate to that just just from being a studio player, right? Yep. Where it's really it's psychology, 
But the thing is, is you're never trying to trick them. You're not trying to trick them. You're just trying to work with them and open it up so that everybody has a warm vibe and you just get past all that other stuff, right? That's it. And sometimes it takes five minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's been some records where I, I, I can't complete the record because maybe the person has had a whole another team with another agenda and didn't quite understand how this goes. And for me, I'll just stop working. I, I'll, I'll, I'll usually... um. I, I always tell my accountant, don't don't deposit the first half yet. <laughs> right, right. Because we might have to get his back to that. Right, don't cash the check don't, yet. Don't right, right. Check yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, right, right. That's funny. So, I mean, like, let's say now if you're also producing, does that put in like an extra spin on it for you if you're writing and you're producing? Because now you're gonna you're gonna guide mm-hmm. and shape the whole sort of uh, the direction of the project. Uh, along with the vision of the artist, yeah, you know. Well, well in hip hop, the writer is the the producer. Usually, is the writer as well. Mm-hmm. It's not probably it's it's not like any other thing where right. you 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 may write a song at home with a guitar and say, "Hey, Terrence, produce this." Mm-hmm. In hip hop, there is no idea. So most of the time, when you get to the studio, it's, mm-hmm. "Hey, produce it." But really, produce it. Producing means a, something a little bit different in hip hop. It means kind of. Um, uh, uh, do a good portion of everything. Right, right. You know, uh, right. writing, playing, mm-hmm. even mixing, even driving it to mastering four in the morning, or, 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 or anything. So usually with me, but because I do understand the other term of producing with Quincy mm-hmm. Jones and mm-hmm. Gambling Huff and everybody else that I look up to, mm-hmm. I've used those techniques to even warm the hearts of the hip hop world. Because, like I say, the hip hop most rappers will come with their own producer, mm-hmm. which he's really, and, and, and nine, ten, seven times out of ten, he's not a record producer. He's a beat maker. Right, right, right. Um, but he has his title because, you know, the, the world is different now. We yeah. have these titles. Yeah, we got titles, right. <laughs> these super titles, but, but nobody wants to do the work. Right. So usually they'll, they'll come in, man, w- with the producer. And when, when, I, when I see that mm-hmm. in my head, I say, oh, okay. Uh, I gotta okay. I gotta click into the other producer bag and say, "Hey, you guys have any ideas? You guys came with? Then maybe I could just help finish those." Mm-hmm. Sometime I'll get that. It's rare. Usually it's, "Hey, we got off a plane. We're in the studio. We we don't have any ideas. Mm-hmm. We have fifty people with us that do nothing, and they're gonna sit in the studio with us." <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. You, know, you got your hands full, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't well, do it now, but I've learned, Vinny. Yeah. In my experience with the cats that really survived through hip hop, mm-hmm. they always come serious and ready to get down. They don't come with an entourage. They don't mm-hmm. come with. They're not drunk on the session. They're not hot. They're very focused. Like when you work with Jay Z, or Kendrick, or J Cole, or Drake, mm-hmm. these guys are like. Like Herbie, focused. Like, focused. Focused. Yeah, yeah. And and the work speaks for itself, you know. So this conversation really goes for a whole different class of artists as well, too, which is a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So speaking of Herbie, I mean, you know, we 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 both know what he's like being on stage with him every night, and uh, you know, as a performer and getting getting a chance to to just you know be a part of that most amazing experience all the time. But you're working with him as an artist producing him now. And so are you like, I'm wondering how, how it is that 
you're meeting his sensibilities and how he's meeting your sensibilities. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know totally. he wants to get into a big, he's always got this all encompassing kind of global vision, mm. you know? And, and so you are coming from that place too. And so I'm just kind of wondering how, how it is that you, you know, you guys are sort of co-piloting, co-piloting the ship. You know what I mean? It, it, it's definitely uh, been through a few pages and chapters mm-hmm. to even get where we we we, we understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, for me, Vinny, honestly, it's uh, you know when I was, you know, I, I grew up with a strong faith in God. So when I was young, Amen. I prayed. I, I prayed to work with Snoop Dogg. I prayed to work with Herbie Hancock. I prayed because my theory is from where I'm from is like by listening to the records, I already know you more than you know me. Mm-hmm. I already knew Snoop before he even could think. I already knew. I already, I've I've been engulfed in these people's music, but the Herbie thing caught me off guard because when I hooked up with him and I, I started thinking about the past few albums, and there were like like songs that had already been written, um, a lot of cover cover songs, mm-hmm. which is which is is excellent, excellent doing the album to cover songs. Um, for me, that that's not as difficult for me. Mm-hmm. To do an album of some rearranged cover songs, so it's is with with Herbie the the challenging thing was writing music with him, right, right, writing something that just writing something from the air, like grabbing something from the air and making it happen. See the other records, there were things already in the air that mm-hmm. you could grab onto. So for a few years, that we you know we did well. You know you was over there for weeks. We did yeah. We done did an album with you. I would say we did all these yeah. millions of songs on like two terabytes of. Of, of hard drives mm-hmm. and then finally I finally got it man I, I me and him both finally figured it out where it's like mm-hmm. you know what we have to mix it all together mm. but I don't want to make and he feels like this too obviously he did rock it but I, I want to mix it all together because he has jazz fans pop fans mm-hmm. he has every kind of fan you can think of I, I want to mix it all together but I wanted to be focused at the same time mm-hmm. for, you know, and when I met Herbie, Herbie was aware of the mission that, that, um, that I'm on, um, Kendrick on, and, and he talked, he's, he's on the same mission. And the mission is just really just to spread, spread awareness about love, humility, and, and being a human being. So it was kind of like, don't worry about the music. If, if we have these traits all in order, if, if we all are on one accord, the music's going to be pretty easy to make happen. So it, it took us, it, it took three years of conversation mm-hmm. of just us on the tour bus and playing together and just mm-hmm. really talking and meeting his family and 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 sitting talking to him and then like having dinner with him, hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Like the the same way I've I've had to do everybody else is really like get to know him. I will say, the Herbie Hancock is probably the most challenging project though mm-hmm. because it's also when I go in there, I have to erase in a weird way everything I've gotten from him because he doesn't want to hear nothing he's done. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my catalog is like really inspired by Herbie Hancock records. I totally hear what you're saying. You know, it's kind of yeah, yeah and yeah. and but he doesn't he doesn't want to reference anything like that. No, it's just let's just start fresh. He wants to start fresh. He doesn't even want them to sound like I heard right. that before. So that was challenging because I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not as old as him, so I haven't heard as much. 
Okay, right. But, you know, what you said really, I think, really touched on something really important. You hit something on the head where you're talking about like a big picture things. You know, if we're talking about love and unifying people and we have a concept and a directive that we want to express to people through music, then that will help us help the music come out of the yeah. air. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, it's, it's been helping, you know, something, yeah, I was going to ask you this and, and, that, and that's a great point. You know, do you, do you feel that music has, well, either right now, or recently, do you do you feel that it's that it's that it's been weaponized at all? You know what I mean? Because the reason I ask you this is because I think that what you're talking about using that as our language to convey these kinds of things to people, to unify them, to bring them hope, especially in a world right now that's very, very, very chaotic and where we want to have hope again. We want to unify ourselves again. We don't want to be divisive. We want unity. We want love. We want togetherness. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We want hope. And do you feel that that you hear music uh, in, in the past several years that's reflective of that kind of um, chaotic thing that's, that maybe is not doing that? It's, it's actually weaponizing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny you say that. Um, when we were in Philly... Yeah. I stayed behind an extra day mm -hmm. to have a very important conversation with 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 uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff mm -hmm. and the great Kenny Campbell from Gamble and Huff. Mm. And, wow. and he said something so powerful, Vinny. He said, "Man, you know, people don't realize music could be used for good, or it could be used for evil." Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, then I was, you know, and when he said that, it just it went into my spirit, and I kept saying. That was bugging me in my head, and I was it. It just really, it it, it made sense. It's kind of like, and 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 this is about to be a personal opinion. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, um, with that question, people, it's a lot of things going on in the world. You know, you mm -hmm. see, we you know we got the guy up there at the White House. Uh, he spent the night a few times. We got him. We got all this hatred going on. We got kid. We got we got bulletproof backpacks. Target. Right. Kids, you know, so we have all these things. We have all these things and 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 then and then let's and then just being being a black man, it's a 50% chance you may get killed driving home. You man. see? So you have all, all these things. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to what Kenny Gamble said, mixed mm -hmm. that. And then I mixed that with what with what Miles and Herbie always say like, you know, I mean, you got to reflect the times. The artist reflects, you know, what's going on and you know, the um and also, Nina Simone always says that too in different interviews. Mm -hmm. Where being an artist is about um, responding to what's going on, like responding. Yeah, I, I feel like being an artist right now because I got to start there. Uh, the 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 definition that we love art, what the definition that I thought an artist was, somebody mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. sacrificed, that unconditionally stood for the art and pushed through mm -hmm. social things and everything else. We have a lack of of what I would call a real artist. We have a lot of rappers, singers, guitarists, saxophonists, drummers. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of real artists because I believe if you're a real artist, then you would respond to these times. So if you're not responding to these times now, to me, that is like using it for hard, hardcore weapons because people need to know. Right. So like, like every time I go to the, I go out, hang out, or I cut on the radio, and I know everybody has to have a good time. Mm -hmm. I love having a good time. I mm -hmm. party, and I grew up partying hard. Mm -hmm. 
but it has to be a time you have to focus in. And right now, if if one of the most powerful voice is an entertainer, a rapper, a singer, mm-hmm. a musician, then why not use that to push for the better of good? Why why do anything else but that? And if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. So wow. to answer your question, yes, I do feel like music is being used for different levels of of weaponry and, and and just the entertainment. I mean, when right. you look at when you look at that guy and mm-hmm. and and the relationship with with you know with him and Kanye, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 everybody got their own thing. Right, right. But if you're paying attention to what's going on outside of your house, mm-hmm. and you're not clicking in, you're 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 purposely ignoring this, mm-hmm. and you have power to help change it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Right, exactly. It's like, um, I mean, as 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 artists, uh, people that are in that position, you have a responsibility because it's a powerful thing. Like we, you and I talked about this before. Where, I mean, um, people, when you have that delivery system of words and melody, or or even just words delivered with rhythm, yes, and you 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 just have that combination. I mean, there are people with Alzheimer's who can't even remember their names. They don't know what they had for lunch, but you play their favorite song and they'll start singing along with it. They know because it. that's how powerful music delivers into that part of the psyche. Yeah. And so you can imagine, right? That's yeah. a powerful delivery system. I mean, I just remember when I was a kid, man, growing up in the '60s, right? You know, I mean, the Vietnam War was happening, yeah. and there was all kinds of chaos, but you'd still have. You you would have artists that would actually put out protest songs, but you had songs of hope as well. So you had people, you know, and and when when the protest songs were happening, it wasn't just hate hate hate. It was sort of like, hey, wait, we want something better. But at the same time, you walk down the street and see people whistling along with Smokey Robinson tunes yeah. that made you feel good yeah. because there was still some kind of hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like music still reflected some kind of hope. Yeah. It wasn't like a glossy cover up of the situation that was going on, but it was like whereas now we really got to take heed because there are forces that are trying to divide us and divide and conquer. And I yeah. believe every art me man my father my father always taught me this. He you know and I I've lived this now and we talked the other day. Man my father's 75 and he said, "Man, you know what Terry you know what, man? We, we was talking about um, mm-hmm. it was something on Facebook with uh, yeah. some some guy wrote white artists, black artists, all these different artists. Mm-hmm. And my father called me and said, "You know what? That's a that's an ignorant cat to say that because I'm 75 and I have never experienced racism through the art community." Man, see? And I said, "You know what, Dad?" I started thinking. I said, "Me? I've never. I I have brothers." Mm-hmm. Like you know, one of my best friends is a great saxophone player by the name of, <clears throat> sorry, uh, Ben Wendell. Mm-hmm. Ben Wendell is an awesome player on the scene right now, like just awesome. And mm-hmm. and I first met yeah, Ben. I first met Ben my first year playing the saxophone in ninth grade, and we became friends. And the trade was this: you teach me how to read music, I'll take you down to Lamert's to Lamert Park, Forty Third and Dagen, and you can play with Billy Higgins. Okay. That was our tray. And Ben <laughs> taught me his mother. I taught him about other stuff. They taught about and through that I just and we we never seen color through the art community. I hear you, you man. Know what's Same funny? as me. Every time something happens, mm-hmm. 
I get a call, man, from one of my my brothers, Ben or Chris or a lot of, and mm-hmm. I saying, I'm I'm sorry, man. This is crazy going on out here, mm-hmm. and we stand with you. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I think artists, mm-hmm. artists, all to me have a responsibility. Now you don't have to be marching down the street, and you don't have to be saying vote, vote, vote. But there's other things you can say and do, mm-hmm. like, like, like just. It's just so many other things you could do. Just preach the word of love and just relax. It's such a stressful time. And, you know, you can see you can see your friends get killed on Instagram now. I saw three of my friends get shot on Instagram. This is crazy. Nipsey Hussle fit. That's my friend grew up. Yeah. We, 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 we can see this. We can see this online. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So to ignore all these crazy things and to just mm-hmm. float around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. selfish, man. Yeah, selfish. yeah. Selfish. I know, I know. It's 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 really crazy time. So yeah, we have to definitely just try try to not feed that bad yeah. wolf, you know. Yeah. Uh, and just not give it energy, but just focus on on the love and focus unity. on the love and everything. Because there's, I mean, forces like you know that are trying to divide us, and we just gotta stay unified in the arts community and everybody. That's probably our responsibility to society as well. How we express. By the way, Vinny Caliuta came down to Gardena. 1997 at the Praise Connection in the hood, in the hood, and he sat in, and we was all inspired. I gotta say that because Vinny, Vinny is one of our most influential drummers in the world, especially in gospel music, for sure. And you can ask the cats, and they'll vouch for that. <laughs> How about that? Uh, oh, bless you, man. I was like, yeah. I said, you know what? I just, it's the Praise Connection, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's just get our praise it's on. Praise on, yeah. You know that's all. Yeah. yeah, it was all about it. I'll never forget that, man. It was, man, me neither. It was fantastic, man. So, man, this is really, really inspiring, Terrace. And so, I mean, where do you want to see music go? You know, for the masses, and and um, and how would and your involvement in that? Well, I would love to see it go. Music, art, because. You know, I look at music, mm-hmm. cooking, drawing, photography, mm-hmm. walking. I look at it all the same. So I just, my dream, and I, I'm doing my part in to make sure that it just keeps going. Awareness keeps, because we're always going to have issues. Mm-hmm. Even when we leave this earth, it's going to be another set of issues for the other cats. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, like, I just really want to make it, I don't want to use the word easier, because I don't believe in the word easier. I just want to make it to where people are aware of things because if you're aware, you have an option, you have a choice to do things. I think a lot of people, black, white, green, Mm -hmm. yellow, purple, short, (laughs) tall, whatever. I think a lot of people are just not aware and they're acting on pure emotion. Right, right. So I think if I could, if I just want to get people aware, you know, I, I, I got about mm-hmm. seven students that I hang out with, and I, and I always say, they say, man, what you going to charge us? I say, I'm not charging y'all none, but if y'all see the next cat, make sure y'all give them the game, too. We got to start uh, We got to start making sure people are aware of, mm-hmm. of what's going on in life because a lot of cats aren't aware, you know, man? Right. I, I mean, every night I play with you, you know, we go meet people, and and it's such a powerful message that, I feel that we can we try to convey on stage. Yeah, it is. Of togetherness, mm-hmm. of unity, of taking chances, of courage, of fearless. Mm-hmm. And it's like um somebody asked me when we left Chicago, it's like, man, what do you guys be thinking about? And I told him kindness. There you go. 
That's the only thing I could think about. Kindness. You know what? For me, it's it's just it's trust mm. and love. We get up there, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. So we trust each other. Yeah. And that's a unifying thing. Yeah. We just trust each other no matter what. And so we always have each other's back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, I got your back all the time. And I feel that. You know. Like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. All right. Yeah. Leave that one alone. <laughs> right, man. Well, you know what? I mean, that's probably what, what you would probably tell a, a young aspiring musician too, right? I mean, that's what you, the message you want to give, not only to where you want to see music go, but but to all the people that are coming up yeah. to yeah. just have that in, in their hearts and their minds, right? You see, the music thing, Vinny, you know, because I, I, I'm an instrumentalist, you're an instrumentalist. Yeah. It's like what I've also learned is like now, you know, uh, I'm even dealing with instruments and everything. It's like a, a lot of young musicians now, they play the laptop. They play the computer. And there's some bad cats that do that. So yep. now I feel like also I'm also trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm turning what's going on as well too where I may not see 20 drummers, 20 saxophone players. I might see a young rapper, a young singer, a young painter. My thing is to attach myself with whoever could get the message out. Mm-hmm. Even if I, mean, I got two young chefs that I hang out with, mm-hmm. just whoever could get the message out of just the unity thing, the just let's let's just work this out is like Man. that's that's all I care about. I don't care how great you play, how not if you cool and care about the message. Yeah, right. That's that's what I care about. You know, it could be a better better message or a better way to to get that in the world. That's that's a beautiful thing, man. That's wow, amazing. You know, through through all kinds of people, like you said, who cares how you play? It's just, what is your message about? What is you your know? message? Yeah. Like I don't, like I don't, yeah. you know, I, I don't believe on grading your skill level. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not in a position in life to grade anybody, but, but, I feel it's my responsibility that if I see a peer slacking on what I will grade you on, is your respect for each other. I will grade you on your respect, even for yourself. I will grade you on just your love range. Because I have to, when I walk into a room, I got to feel that. I got to, because if that's not what it is in your heart, then I either try to help or I got to remove you for a minute. Because mm-hmm. right now, man, we need love warriors, man. Amen. We need love warriors, bro. And that's, Amen. I I pray every night, like, God, send more love warriors. Amen. More love Amen. Warriors. Well, man, that's. Just a lot of inspiration here, Terrace, and I, I can't thank you enough for that, man. And um, <laughs> I mean, you, you you said a whole bunch of stuff that I think is going to uplift people, and that's what we want to do. That's beautiful. And um, so, do you want to talk a little bit about your sounds of Crenshaw? Um, yeah, yeah. Things that you want to tell the people about? Yep. Well, um, I have a, a, a my own record label called mm-hmm. Sounds of Crenshaw, mm-hmm. and. It's what it is. It sounds of Crenshaw, and and the reason why I decided to name it sounds of Crenshaw, because I grew up in the Crenshaw and Slauson area, mm-hmm. um, and th- that is the west side of South Central Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But but the music that I heard on Crenshaw and people driving up the street was Rick James, Tina Marie, mm-hmm. the Spinners, LL Cool J, the Four Tops, Earth, Wind and Fire, mm-hmm. Mary Jane Girls, Bobby Womack. Love your Bobby Womack story. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know they're good ones, man. <laughs> But I mean, it was so much music that I yeah. said, "What can I name a label yeah. that I could just fit everything into it? It doesn't have to be 
this or yeah. that or right, right. jazz or rap or blues. It's yeah. just something. Sounds of Crenshaw. S- sounds of Crenshaw. You yeah. know, and then mm-hmm. me, I'm 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 really, I'm really uh I'm really big on supporting my community. I'm really big on keep going back to my community doing concerts. Yeah. Um, I love where I come from. I identify where I come from, and and right now I just feel like the people need to be uplifted in all places around the world. So when I say sounds of Crenshaw, it's also I also think of it like Crenshaw is my point of direction. And whenever yep. I get lost in life, yep. I go back to my point of direction. Yeah. You know. So yep. what is your point of direction? And that that's where that's so Crenshaw is just my point of direction. And we spread off from there, you know, and it's all kind of different music on it's not one kind of music because I don't like just one kind of music. Yeah, and I hear you. I'm 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 doing an album right now with a painter. He's I'm I'm gonna name it Keenan Chapman. He's a guy that grew up around my neighborhood, and he does all these beautiful murals. I wrote four songs just for him. Wow. We're going just just all just just like different artistic things. That's amazing, man. That's that's the way to do it, man. So so, look out for Sounds of Crenshaw and all things Terrace Martin and uh, Terrace. I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Vinny. And um and thank you for your message. Hey, man. So. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode of Breakfast with Vinny. Be well wherever you are. Mm